Hello and welcome to this all new episode of Poetry Spoken Here. I am producer and technical director Jack Rossiter Munley. And very quickly before we get into the episode, I just wanted to mention as always that Poetry Spoken Here is produced by Cardboard Box Productions Incorporated, a small digital production company making podcasts about poetry, literature, and cultural history. You can find out more about Poetry Spoken Here and all of the other Cardboard Box Productions podcasts at cardboardboxproductionsinc.com. And, most excitingly, Cardboard Box Productions also has a newsletter called Unboxed that you can subscribe to, and that's a great place to get more information about the poets and writers featured on Poetry Spoken Here, and the people, poems, and subjects featured on all of the other Cardboard Box shows. So again, that's the newsletter Unboxed that you can subscribe to from CardboardBoxProductionsInc.com. On with the show! Charlie Rossiter, and this is Poetry Spoken Here. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about two big, beautiful books of poetry that were recently published. First, by Gary Snyder. The Library of America has recently published Gary Snyder's Collected Poems. It's approximately a thousand pages long and includes all 11 of his books in order in which they were published, along with some other works, which the publisher calls uh, 50 Rarities, from little magazines, chapbooks, broadsides, and rediscovered manuscripts, including nine poems published here for the first time. The book is a tremendous accomplishment. We're indebted to Jack Shoemaker and Anthony Hunt for editing the collection that includes nearly 80 pages of notes to the poems. Which means if someone is mentioned in a poem, you know, Harry Smith or whatever, the note will tell you he was the guy who did the cooking for the gang on the trail up in the mountains when Gary worked in the mountains, that sort of thing. So it's just really interesting, the little notes are, for those who really like a complete picture. So the Library of America did a great job, including an index of titles and first lines and a detailed table of contents. It's just wonderful. And in July 2022, the Library of America hosted a tribute to Gary Snyder, which it was quite wonderful to uh, watch via Zoom. And among the guests were Bob Haas, Peter Coyote, Wing Ping, Jane Hirschfeld, Governor Jerry Brown, one of Gary's old friends, and Gary himself. All of these folks talking and uh, sharing some of Gary's work. And uh, I already own most of Gary's books. Maybe I didn't have one or two of the 11, but this volume includes so much, I just couldn't resist. It it retails for 45 bucks, but right now, at the end of September 2022, it's available from the Library of America for 32 bucks. And that is such a deal with free shipping. I got, is that a sales pitch? Well, I don't know. It's just a wonderful book, and I would certainly encourage anyone who likes Gary Snyder's poetry to check it out. I'm going to read a few things, as we like to do when we're 
commenting, reviewing slash commenting on a book of poetry. Just some things. I will take the, from the most well-known books, the, you know, Turtle Island, which we all love, Rip Rap, maybe Backcountry, that's very popular with my friends who are who are Snyder fans. Me too. Uh, here are a few short ones from Left Out in the Rain. Some lovers wake one day. Some lovers wake one day to a stone wall in the way. I should be free to choose. Mutually accuse, the rest is years to tell. Domestic hell. A little commentary from uh, now, from Gary, on uh, uh, how things work, let's say. What history fails to mention is. What history fails to mention is most everybody lived their lives with friends and children, played it cool, let truth and beauty to the guys who tricked for big shots and were fools. Here's a really short one. The other side of each coin. The head of a man of the ruling elite and a very large building. One on each side of the coin. And this next one I really like because I truly believe it. Uh, it just seems to be the way things are. It's called lots of play. Lots of play in the way things work. In the way things are. History is made of mistakes. Yet, on the surface, the world looks okay. Lots of play. Those are all from left out in the rain. And now I'm going to read you one longer poem from Gary. It's such a typical Gary poem. You may remember his poem about the bath from one of his earlier works. Well, this one is The Sweat, and it's from No Nature, for John and Jan Straley. Now we must sit naked, socks and glasses tucked into my moccasins, wearing only earrings and a faded tattoo. On a cedar bench, too hot to touch, buttocks take it, legs fold. Back eases on to the burning wall, sweating, and the in-breath cooled through the wet-soaked towel, old alley-oop trick. And look out the small window on a snow-capped volcano, and inside toward the stove, the women who sweat here and groan and laugh with the heat. The women speak of birth at home, of their children. Their breasts hang softer, the nipples darker, eyes clear and warm, naked, legs up. We have all raised children. I could love each one, their case, their opened, sweet, older, yet youthful, womanly being bodies, and outside, naked, cooling on the deck, midsummer's far northern soft dusk eve, bare skin to the wind. Older is smarter and more tasty, minds tough and funny, many lovers, at the end of days of talking, science, writing, 
values, spirit, politics, poems. Different shoes and shirts, in little heaps, sit naked, silent, gaze on chests and breasts and knees and knobby feet. In the tide smell, on the bleached deck planks, like seals hauled out for sunning. Crinkles by my eyes, limber legs crossed, single mothers past parenting, back to college, running a business, checking salmon for the fish and game, writing a play, an article, a novel, waitressing and teaching, in between men friends, teenage son, doing a dissertation on the humpback whales, doing tough-ass poems. Naked comfort, scant fear, strong soul, naught to hide. This life, we get old enough and finally really like it, meeting and sweating at a breezy beach. That's in Baranoff Island, Alaska. That's a poem called The Sweat by Gary Snyder from Snyder's Collected Poems, published by Library of America, a truly wonderful collection. The second big, beautiful book I want to talk about is by Jim Harrison, published by Copper Canyon Press. Jim Harrison, Complete Poems. Jim died in 2016 at the age of 78. He had a heart attack. Amazingly, he died at his desk with a poetry manuscript he was working on in front of him. Quite a, quite a scene, I can see it in my head. Jim was quite an interesting guy, and he wrote just about every genre you can think of. Poetry, fiction, nonfiction, essays, a memoir, or he even did a children's book. He had a column for a while for Esquire magazine about food, which was put together in a collection called The Raw and the Cooked Adventures of a Roving Gourmand, which was published in 2001. Of course, it's still available. You can find it somewhere online. Jim lived most of his life in Michigan, where he was born, but also spent time in Arizona and Montana. He's probably well-known, the most well-known for his work in the novella and Legends of the Fall, that's by him, a trilogy of novellas, was made into a movie that starred some pretty big people like Anthony Hopkins and got him some good notoriety, good reviews, and it led to him writing screenplays for a while for Warner Brothers. And that gave him the money to buy his southern place down in Arizona. So after he had that, he split his time between Michigan and down there by the Mexican border. Interestingly, in terms of this particular episode of Poetry Spoken Here, Jim says he became uh, aware of Zen-inspired poetry most powerfully through Gary, <laughs> Gary Snyder. And he was friends with Ted Couser. The two of them even wrote a book together of short poems that they exchanged back and forth. I think it was on postcards. Anyway, it's uh, something to look into. So in late 2021, Copper Canyon published Jim Harrison's Complete Poems, and it's, like the Snyder book, 
up around a thousand pages, a fabulous collection of poetry. I'm going to read a few excerpts for you. It's harder to give, uh, to characterize Jim because of his many interests. I'm looking at the forward to his, to this book and, uh, the person who wrote it says that Jim has stated his obsessions, the road, hunting, fishing, and dogs, private religion, nature and natives, alcohol, stripping, and France. So he has a lot of a lot of interests and he explores them all quite extensively in his many, many poems. About writing, they say his poems are checkpoints on the map of his soul, and Jim says it doesn't really matter if these poems are thought of as slightly soiled Dharma gates or just plain poems. They'll live or die by their own specific density, flowers for the void. To write a poem, you must first create a pen that will write what you want to say. For better or worse, this is the work of a lifetime. This poem, from one of his earlier books, I think is just striking for its vividness and also how it comes out of Jim's life. It's called Northern Michigan. On this back road, the land has a juice taken out of it. Stump fences surround nothing worth their tearing down. By a deserted filling station, a Vidal sign, the rusted hulk of a Fraser, live bait on battered tin. A barn with half a tobacco ad owns the greenness of a manure pile. A half moon on a privy door, a rope swinging from an elm, a collapsed hen house, a pump with a handle up, the orchard with wild tangled branches. In the far corner of the pasture, in the shadow of the woodlot, a herd of twenty deer, three bucks, are showing off. They jump and turn across the fence. Flanks arch and twist to get higher. In the twilight, as the last light filters through the woods. That poem was from Plain Song. This next one, Easter Morning, is from Saving Daylight. On Easter morning, all over America, the peasants are frying potatoes in bacon grease. We're not supposed to have peasants, but there are tens of millions of them frying potatoes on Easter morning, cheap and delicious with ketchup. If Jesus were here this morning, he might be eating fried potatoes with my friend who has a 51 Dodge and a 72 Pontiac. When his kids ask why they don't have a new car, he says, these cars were once new and now they're experienced. He can fix anything. And when rich folks call to get a toilet repaired, he pauses extra hours so they can further learn what they're made of. I told him that in Mexico, the poor say that when there's lightning, the rich think that God has taken their picture. He laughed. Like peasants everywhere in the history of the world, ours can't figure out why they're getting poorer. 
Their sons join the army to get work, being shot at. Your ideals are invisible clouds, so try not to suffocate the poor, the peasants, with your sympathies. They know that you're staring at them. And this final poem, I think, says quite a bit about Jim's view of the world. It's from Dead Man's Float, his final book. Big Issues All these planted flowers I stare at every day have become part of my brain. Outside the studio door, twelve poppies, seven peonies. The numbers change nearly every day. Are they doing damage, keeping me from all the big issues? Of course, but the big issues don't need me. The surrounding mountains are a real big issue. To them, my steps are soft as a moth's. There are too many people for me to be a big issue. I'm more on the level of a crow. The 16 poppies and 8 peonies are getting in the way of the United Nations, existentialism, and masculinity. These big issues all fade in the face of beauty. And there you have it. Jim Harrison, Complete Poems from Copper Canyon Press. And before that, I talked a little bit about Gary Snyder's collected poems from the Library of America. This is Charlie Rossiter. You're listening to Poetry Spoken Here, and I hope you'll be with us again next time to let poetry speak to you. You've been listening to Poetry Spoken Here. I'm Charlie Rossiter, inviting you to join us again next time to let poetry speak to you. Music for today's program was written and performed by Jack Rossiter Mundley. And remember, Poetry Spoken Here is more than a podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash poetry spoken here. Follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash poetry spoken here. For more about today's show and other Poetry Spoken Here podcasts, as well as our blog, just visit our website, poetryspokenhere.com. If you'd like to submit suggestions of poets or topics for future podcasts, you can send to our email address, poetryspokenhere at gmail.com. Thank you.